CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What's good, Anos? This is Fumi. I've been from the Asian Not Asian podcast. Just wanted to make a quick announcement before we started the pod. The final Hack City Comedy Show of the year is going to be on December 11th, 8 p.m. at Canal Street Market. That's 267 Canal Street. Tickets are available on Eventbrite. Just Google Hack City Comedy Eventbrite or check out the link on our Instagram page at Asian Not Asian Pod. Hope to see you there. Bye. The Asian Avengers, so weak. The Asian Avengers, so weak, so so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa, whoa! There's five Asian guys together. Wow! Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no Americans care about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. And quick shout out to our network, Listening Party and Canal Street Radio. Check out those guys on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Also, if you're listening to this on your phones right now, please take a screenshot and post it on Instagram stories. Tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod. And uh, add a little cute gif in there. You know, we have you have not been doing that in a while, anals. And mm-hmm. by anals, we mean Asian, not Asian listeners mm. and not butt sex. So please do that. And if you're an iTunes listener, Apple Podcast listener, obviously leave a review. We're almost, you know, we're above 500 right now. Mike. Yeah, you know about I love that? it. I love, I told you, I, I tell people all the time, I when I'm sad at work. Me too. I read the reviews yeah. and and then it picks me up. You guys really really uh, give us energy, so please know that uh, your words don't go unnoticed. Yeah, um, we read every single one. What is what are we talking about today, Mike? So um, yes, last night uh, today Saturday and last night went on. I did a road gig. Road dog. Wow, I we used to have a segment on here called Road Dog, and that yeah, was just, that was just me. But, just now, but now you've joined the ranks. So I'm doing road. Uh, I guess you could call it. I guess it's a road gig. Yeah, it's yeah, a road it's gig. It's a road gig. Don't so, be shy. It's a road gig, but yeah. I took the train. Yeah. And uh, it was in uh, uh, Pleasantville, and it was, it was cool. Pleasantville, New York. Pleasantville, New York. Yeah, Pleasantville, yeah, New York. It yeah. was great. Uh, comedian, her, her name's Luz Michelle, um, put me up there at, at Lucy's uh, Lucy's Laugh Lounge. Yep. And yep. Um, it was cool. I did fine. It was it was fine. Uh, you know, Uh-oh. I got my skills. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But... You know, I, by the way, I did find this bomb. In yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cried. Uh, no, I did my thing, which is also <laughs> that's also bad. That's also I bomb. <laughs> but I was there, and I was like, okay, I am a you know millennial-ish, you know Asian dude yeah. who is Wears into weird glasses. Yeah, and he's got the I'm, hat into, on. I'm into sneakers and shit. Yeah, the people in Pleasantville yeah. are not that. Yeah. They are very nice people yeah. uh but like i would say the median age in that in in that crowd was probably like late 40s early late 40s i would say yeah there was like there was like younger couples but there was also like older people there who were just like you know eating their chicken wings and yeah. shit like that yeah. they were yeah. there they were there for comedy because yeah. it was like set up like that for comedy so yeah. they, they knew what was going on but i was just like how am i how do i relate to these people yeah in any way yeah. and you know i got i got them you know i have some marriage ah my wife ha, ha, ha. you know yeah. like i, I got them with that and and i was sitting there and i was like trying to like you know i was talking to them and stuff and you know after i did my after i did my thing yeah and <laughs> after the tears dried your up thing man i was on the train <laughs> back and like it takes forever to get back yeah so i was on the train i was just thinking you know i was like 
you know, this is this is about the, what the road is all about, right? You mm. go on the road so you yeah. can get better in whatever way you can because you put yeah. in the, you get put in these arduous situations. Yeah. And I remember Ali Wong recently said, uh, you know, you you become a good you become a great stand up when you go on the road. Yeah. And it just made me think about the road, right? Like just like the pat, like how much I've been doing this for whatever five six years, and I've got a long way to go. Yeah. You know, I've, which is fine. You know, that's all yeah. what it's all about. But it just made me think about you know how much more i have to do and like how much more just just as far as like jokes i need to write yeah yeah kinds of jokes i need to write mm, you know what i'm saying yeah. do you ever think about that like i yeah because yeah, i've yeah. got like oh i got these jokes i got some jokes for new yorkers that will like new yorkers will die yeah and i've got some jokes for like you know um young world people and i got yeah. some jokes for asian people and yeah. i got a couple of jokes for kind of everybody yeah but you know i feel i need even you know i'm always thinking like i need to make all kinds of different people laugh yeah i think um yeah that's something that i definitely thought about two years ago when i did a similar gig um for a bunch of old couples and i was just thinking like i need simpler jokes not hacky jokes simpler like okay. and the best jokes are simple yeah right of so it's like simple setup simple interesting angle you know so like it could just be about like my girlfriend did this that's a very universal topic, you know, yeah. or like I tripped yesterday on the sidewalk or whatever, you know, like <laughs> I can't always be do like I have a joke about hymns. Like I can't, I can't uh, do that you can't do at the joke. thing, but, but I think it's both. I think that if you try to, you know, Mike, if you start from this day on out, you start writing jokes for, you know, 50 year old white couples who live in the suburbia, suburbia, New York. Yeah. You're going to be a completely different comedian, right? Sure. I think it's important to also keep in mind like your brand and your voice, like, if you had a Netflix special, do you want those guys there? If the answer is no, then also take that into consideration. Right. Like, I think it's cool to have, like, universal jokes and shit like that, but um, I I, th I think my favorite jokes are, like, really fucking specific, you know? And, yeah. And I think I mentioned this earlier, like, someone like an apart on Chile, like would not give a fuck if she bombed at Pleasantville, New York, because that's not her audience. Right, you right, know? right, right, right. So you can kind of look at it like that. But, yeah, I think in general it's good to, like, you can make a complicated topic simple mm. and that is the job of the comedian. So right. like your joke about sneakers or whatever it is that you're talking about or like your, your joke about like, I don't trust Korean people. You know, you, right, you right. kind of like- That you know. totally works. Yeah, right? <laughs> they but also don't trust Korean people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just so happens. That's so funny. We have so much in common. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I think you're totally right. And it just again made me think, you know, it really was like on the train ride back because yeah. like, it took so long to get back and I was like, man, the road, you know, like being yeah. and like the journey, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And that's why I'm excited to have the guest that we have on right now. Yes, this, yes, yes, yes. This dude's been on a journey and uh, and, and, and in some ways our journeys have crossed and in other ways like I've just, has you know. It? Yeah. Oh, times. yeah, you're right. You're right. A few times. You're so right. uh, I'm really excited about this guest. Our guest today, is, he's a rapper, songwriter, actor comedian jack of all trades he's released numerous studio albums and, and appeared in such movies such as too fast too furious my favorite one honestly mm, mm. and was in season one of the incredibly popular rap of china mm. he's, he's back in new york i guess he's always been in new york but he's back now physically uh, after spending some time away uh help me welcome mcj i never thought that i'd get to say this rightfully and with confidence as i was about to say it shout out to all the anals out there <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah at one point I was like you know when will I ever get to say this and not feel you know a sense of cringe but I kind of said that with a lot of confidence so yeah shout out to all the Asian not Asian listeners Hell yeah. wow look at Sup, you Mike sup Fumi what's up, man? Yeah, you, you got nicknames for your fans yeah you have nah well I, I've had and they varied I guess um, one that has crossed my mind that I haven't actually put into effect yet I want to kind of call people that support me ginsengs <laughs> oh 
That's so bad. I love that. That's so bad. And then and then the ones that have been down since like early in the days for like 10, 15 years, I would call them ginseng roots. Oh. Right? <laughs> so we're all so like, well, we're looking. So there's tears. No, there's like, tears. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like, yo, you, yo, you've been there since the first battle. You a root. You know, <laughs> so I am definitely a root. Uh, I remember I, appreciate I was, that, I was Mike. in college, and this is before any streaming. And like, in order to find your battles, LimeWire or Kazaa. Oh my god, <laughs> we would be downloading <laughs> that shit. shit. Morpheus, I would be like, oh, oh my god, shit. I got so many viruses on my computer. But it I was, was like, it though. I was watching that in real oh, time man. as like yeah, week as one, well. yeah. week two, yeah. week three, yeah. and I was like, oh shit, you know, like I, you oh, know, man, like, I appreciate oh, this, that. Yeah, like on whatever the next day was, we yeah. had, you know, whoever. I don't even know how people did this back in the day because that shit was on cable. Like, how do you? This win? is uh, 106 and 106 Park. Park. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And so, for people who don't know, and you know, you got to find like the uh, the the eight bit fucking rip that people still have yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, you know, you uh, were they used to have a segment on the show called 106 and Park where you at the end like you would you. Uh, you would battle somebody. Yeah. Battle rap. And yeah, battle rap and Freestyle Friday. Freestyle Friday. Yeah. And you Man, had crazy. Five you had was it five wins in a row? Um seven. So seven wins time, in a row. Um, the way they they kind of format it was every week there's a champion and right. then they would bring on a challenger. Yeah. Right. And then after you win seven, they'll like induct you into the <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> I love that. And you know all the ginseng roots know about this. Yes. So <laughs> This is really for the the new ginsengs that are just being planted in the recent years. Um, But that would allow me to segue into something interesting and fascinating to me is that, yo, it it blows my mind sometimes that I will meet someone now who will be like, yo, Jin, man, I, I, I love your stuff. But that I love your stuff can have such a wide range because there's some mm. people that are let's say 17 now yeah. who may have heard of the legend of right. the 106 in Park but as you just mentioned they may not have watched it in real time right. some of them don't even know that chapter of, of no, me no, no, some no, of no. them might know uh, let's say in the more latter days right when I went out to um, Asia yeah. and, 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 and brought in my horizon out there with the acting stuff and the hosting stuff there's a segment of uh, ginsengs that only know me from that right mm. and of course. they're like you rap too you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so at one point, I, 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 it may have been on my mind, like, yo, you don't know about the history. Yeah. But then, when, when the smoke <laughs> cleared, you know, when the smoke cleared, I was like, it's kind of cool that, yo, someone might meet me right now and become quote unquote a fan now. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, right. Well, because so, you've, you've had a long career. Yeah, it's been a road. I've it's been, been, it's been yeah, a road. And I, a road. actually, just now when I was introducing, you, I was like, oh, do you even call yourself MC Jin? Because you do, you do all sorts of shit. Yeah, you know, how I, would you describe yourself now? I've 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 stuck with MC Jin for a few years now, and I think okay. if we were to like kind of re- reposition this conversation to like a branding stance, I'm cool with MC Jin okay. because you know, uh, I think still to date, uh, if you were just to ask people what's the first impression of Jin when you think of him, it would be the hip hop MC rap side of me. Yeah. Yo, we used to watch him battle. We know he did that, and then later branched into the acting, and then I think the comedy thing is actually the most. Uh, infant of all of them, right? right. Like so really, like yeah. I heard you mention earlier at the top where you like you said you're like six years or so into it. Yeah. So I'm even less than that. I think where I really took it seriously was only in the last two three years. Right. And I've learned that in comedy years, that's like negative fifteen. So when you tell someone, oh, I've been doing comedy for three years, that's negative fifteen. You add on to that, so that means I still got twelve more years to go before I can even say. I'm one I'm in one. comedy world, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But, yeah. but I would say, to answer your question, the the MC Jin, I feel like it could kind of be a good umbrella for everything to fall yeah. under. Mm, so mm, acting Jin can be that. Acting Jin. MC rapping Jin could be that. Comedian Jin could be that. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm cool with MC Jin. Like, um, 
I guess even just to put it like, do you, like do you work on like it's like every day you wake up, do you work on your bars every day? Do you like are you working Whoa. on jokes every day? Well, are you doing like you know? <laughs> are you doing, really you're, doing probably, you're probably more like a business guy now. You're like not doing so much actually, man. That's that's a, a a great question that I need to. I feel like I need to take home and chew on that, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta prioritize. <laughs> I think like his mom. Yo, what are you working what are you on? <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. I don't think my mom even asked me that question. Oh, <laughs> I think that's what I actually might need to implement, bro. Like mm. a little bit of structure. Because I think what's hindering me from growing in all of these various things is that, you know, people know of Jin as the freestyling guy. Yeah. And I think, yeah, for some reason or other, that's kind of how I approach life, which is good in some yeah, cases. Yeah, yeah. But I think in this in this realm, it's not bad to have a little bit of structure. So to answer your question once again, I think I wake up and I'm my focus these days more than anything is the family. So I'm okay. married you know, so sure. one oh six in Park Jin was definitely more of a free bird. Yeah. Right? yeah. Whereas <laughs> right now, you know, entering twenty twenty gin, you know, I'm a married man, I got my two little boys. Yeah. Um so priorities have definitely shifted in a colossal way. But not to say the dreams and aspirations aren't still there. So yeah. Mike, why don't you tell us uh how, how you um met Jin? Yes. Initially I'm, the I've first met, one. I've I've met Jin so uh, this road of ours has crossed a couple yeah. times. Yeah. And so the first time I met you was I used to write for this magazine called Hyphen. Hyphen yeah. and so Hyphen magazine still around yeah. and it's based in the bay area yeah. and um they sent me out there to like re- uh to like interview you so i interviewed you on my my jeez uh, what a, dude this is before iphones yeah so i don't know why i probably used. had like a mini disc yeah recorder. no yeah really like i really i had like a you know <laughs> md with, player yeah with like the 10 second skip protection <laughs> yeah. shit. and anti-skip or yeah like, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and um so much battery life right? i remember i interviewed you <laughs> and then at the end of course this is kind of like coming off of uh one of six park and everything yeah. like that and I asked you to like uh, roast, roast, roast me, rap battle, roast me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you like you, you know. And I had like a ridiculous outfit on because it was the fucking like oh it was like 2007. Gosh. And I had on. Nice. Like, I, I swear to say? God, what do you say? I had on like what I was I wearing? And I was wearing. You used to wear some, like purple jeans and shit. Yeah, right? I, used to, I had on acid wash jeans and I had on a cadet uniform. <laughs> you made it easy then. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I have no clue what I said, I but that. yeah, I can't remember. I remember. I gotta find it. But uh, yeah. that's the first time we met. Then nice. Were you later, starstruck at the time? Yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is the Ashen Wash Jean guy? Oh, Look <laughs> at this life. cadet motherfucker. <laughs> no, but, uh, and then later on, we spent we spent the night a together. Night together. <laughs> this is there were like, other guys there, too. There were yeah. a lot oh, of you guys. your family, man, Jen. How could you? <laughs> and uh, so there's this thing called NBC Stand Up for Diversity. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a diversity. Yearly. Yearly thing. thing do, yeah. For me, you know, he's gotten to the semis with yep, it. Yep. Shouts. Twice. Shout Twice. Out Don't get me wrong. Twice. But uh, I'm good at comedy. You know, yeah, <laughs> I am not. So that's why I had to stand. I had to stand. Um, we spent all. You have to spend. You have to line up all night. So we were there the night before in line. Yes. Into yeah. the following morning. Yes. Right? And this is and like was 26th Street. There's fucking garbage trucks everywhere. It's you disgusting. can't sleep. Yeah. You can't sleep. I remember it was hot as shit. So that might have been like 2013, roughly. Yeah. I would something say. like that. 2013, 2014. Probably 14. But you yeah. and I both made it through. Yeah. And that to was the cool. following morning. Yeah. The, that, following, the second round. The of second it. round yeah, that day, yeah. we didn't get anything after yeah. that. Yeah. But um, you know, I guess like where. You know, the stand-up thing, like, I feel like rap and stand-up kind of, you know, they, they're like cousins. They are cousins. You know? Mm. But, like, you... They don't kiss. Yeah, they don't they kiss. Don't kiss. <laughs> they finger each other sometimes. <laughs> but, like, do they... But weird, they, weird Thanksgivings. Yeah, they, they do... Um, they do... Whatever. They're related. And so, yeah. do you, you know, are you focusing a little bit on that because i feel like i think i saw something are you releasing a special or yeah something like that? yeah this is why a, ne- a comedy special yeah. a negative 10 years into comedy <laughs> yeah negative <laughs> yeah, yeah, negative 11 years I love i'm it. releasing a special and you, call you know that. part of me has reservations about it not reservations about the material not reservations about 
you know, being proactive and being excited about the thing. But reservations only in the sense that, yeah, I, I my biggest reservation would be that, yo, the, the people that I highly revere, the people that I see as, as elders and, and, and veterans and people that have put, like we said, 20, 30 years into it. To me, I just hope that it doesn't come off in a way that's like, yo, what the heck? This guy's mm. negative 10 years in yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's mm. dropping a special, yeah. right? But I think how I counterbalance that in my own mind is that I'm aware of what my passion is and I'm aware of what my agenda is. Sure. And I think with this quote unquote special, it's, it's only called a special, I only call it a special because I don't know what the hell else to call it. Right. Right. Mm. So it's more for like clarity sake. Cause yeah. I can't be like, Hey, I'm going to be releasing this 45 minute set that I recorded and you know, I'm trying to do comedy um, thing. So I just feel like, yo, calling yeah, it a just special seems yeah. more yeah. efficient yeah. because, yeah. you know, regardless of what the reception is when people watch it or when they hear that Jin is dropping a special in the comedy sense, at least it's direct enough for them to know that. Yeah. But, you know, this might be the first time in a great public setting for me to announce that it doesn't, it doesn't you know, uh, not cross my mind. This, yeah. this thing we're talking mm, about. But I think times have changed, though, man. I mean, yeah, I do, I you don't have to be 30 years in to fucking to drop, drop a special. Right. Also, I, I think there's an amazing thing. Um, you know, there's a lot of comedians who are much younger than me, and they're doing half hours and hours. And I think that's yeah. really cool. That's a really cool goal to yeah. set for yourself because why Why do we... It, it's what. Who decided that you have to be 10 years in to drop so, a special? Right. Right. So, so right, I think... Right, yeah. right every day. Fucking do yeah. th- 30 minutes when you're three years in. I think yeah. that's, that's dope. So um, just to kind of broaden the topic of it, um, to me, what I hope the, this special uh, will <laughs> will uh, achieve for me is to let people see that this is something Jen take, is, is taking seriously. Yeah, it does I seem like you're very serious so, about it. So, um, yeah, I mean... Just even the fact that we initially crossed paths at the Stand Up for Diversity thing, and then I think my first time actually meeting Fumi was at a mic in New yeah. York, right? Yep, yep, I don't yep. remember where, but it was the stand, the old stand, the old stand, yeah, the old stand. So to Josh so, Homer. So at the time, I think that was me in a very early discovery stages of this thing called stand-up. Right. So I've always been, you know, I would say I've always had a innate connection with laughter and humor, mm-hmm. but uh, it was definitely a, a wide wake-up call that, yo, thinking you're funny and then actually, you know, stand, stepping into the world of stand-up is two different things. For sure. Mm-hmm. Cracking jokes at the barbershop, you know, even writing punchlines in your rhymes and, and being a funny guy is completely, completely different from the art of stand-up itself. And then I think if I were to really um, uh, 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 kind of describe what this has looked for me, what has looked like for me in the last three to four years that I've taken to dive into it, I think the thing I learn every day, it's very parallel to what you were saying at the top when you were talking about this mini road trip that you just took. Mm -hmm. It feels like with every more passing day that I step into this, the more I see how far I am from my own end goal. Mm. And that end goal isn't necessarily um, a special, like a traditional special, right? The end goal is not necessarily selling out stadiums. The end goal is not necessarily, uh, you know, a Netflix thing or a Comedy Central thing. To me, the end goal is just being at a place where I can fully say, yo, I do this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'll be honest and say right now that I couldn't say that yet. You know what I mean? I can say, yo, I love this shit and I'm I'm eager to grow. I'm eager to discover myself in terms of as a person and as it relates to my craft. But I 
definitely, yo, I couldn't watch, I couldn't watch, yo, a Chappelle, you know, most recent ones that I watched, whether it was the Chappelle joint or anyone ranging from Chappelle to Jim Gaffigan, let's just right, say, right, he right. popped into my head. But I couldn't watch them and be like, yo, I do this we shit. We do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I can't. You're not in my own mind. Where, uh, yeah. Where are you, because you got this thing and, you know, yeah. 45 minutes is a good amount of time to do jokes. Yeah. So, like, where were you practicing jokes in China? And great, shit? great question, man. So, are, you, are you doing jokes in the middle of your rap set? So like, whole, <laughs> you know, I gotta get this time in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because so, that'd be a great. My, my next your, number is if called. If your crowd is ready for yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you can I, drop 15 minutes right in the middle, and then no, like, oh, you're right. You know, yeah. you're right. I think um, so. The the set itself. Um, oh, I mean, I can I can share too. So the title of this um, composition, yeah, right, it's called the official title is "What a Time to Be Asian." Yeah, yeah, right. And you know, I think just it is a loaded name, like the title. It's like it, people already have a preconceived idea of what the content will be. Sure. And I'll 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 even dare to say it's not that far off from whatever you expect it to be. Right, sure, like sure, it's sure. it's a broad title, but you get a sense of what it is I'm trying to get at right away. Right, what a time to be Asian. So. Yo, what is it? Like, what do you, re- what, what does it entail, Jen? I think the material in there is a reflection of when we first crossed paths at Stanford Diversity or even at the mics. There's stuff from there, but there's also stuff that's more relevant uh, in the real time sense. So, this past year, yeah. the fatherhood stuff, a lot of it is career stuff, right? Sure, Co- sure, like, sure. like, yo, going back to the 106 days to the Fast and the Furious, yeah. uh, and then observational stuff, you know. Um, but to answer that technical question of like, yo, so where is this material? Where are you referring? finding at where yeah. are you developing it at um a lot of it is day to day like yeah. as as it, not necessarily at a mic or at a show but just in conversation right uh, <laughs> you're one of those guys but i'm working with what i have yeah. so so for example you, you mentioned uh yo so are you like doing your rap sets and then like somewhere in the middle like five Throwing six minutes yeah, 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 do yeah. a little you won't tell them hey i'm about to work on material with yeah, y'all yeah, yeah. but you just kind of either yeah. i've yeah. done that before <laughs> Oh my god! Wait, you're telling me you're like scutter, scutter, and you're like. By the way, my wife and I. No, I don't like, <laughs> Like cut the track off. I'm gang, talking about gang, like gang, I'm talking gang. about like between babies, songs. am I right? <laughs> like yeah, between songs. I do okay. it with tact. Right? Yeah, I do yeah, it. Yeah. I do yeah. it tastefully. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. So that actually lets me segue into uh, a topic that I think is interesting. So I think the fact that I have this kind of. BC gin, right? Before comedian gin. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that I have this BC gin kind of I love it. I love is it. Is a plus and a minus. Yeah. It's a plus in the sense that Yo, so I'm not afraid of the stage. I can right. say that. Of course. You know, like yeah. there's definitely still that 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 excitement and anxiety before I go on, right. whether it's for a rap show or for a comedy joint. Yeah. But I think overall, yo, I'm comfortable enough right. with the stage that that pretty much becomes a non-issue. So, the plus is that, but the flip side is I think I am so conditioned in terms of as a performer, as a rap performer, yeah. that some of the initial things I had to really like oh, reprogram myself with the comedy thing was that. That you're not coming onto the stage as a rapper. You're coming onto the stage kind of as a... You're still gin, but it's, it's, yeah. a, different it's a different vibe. It's a different vibe, yeah. Bingo. Mm. What's so. the... Okay, so like as a comedian, yeah. and we found this out from just doing different things, like whether we're doing a, a speech or something like that. Fumi and I have done like, weird, like talks. Right. And then we've also have our live show. But as as a stand up, you go up there yeah. and you're like, okay, ha, you know, you need to, especially as a New York stand up, you're like, okay, you just want to destroy the crowd with like jokes, of course, and, you know, shit yeah. ton of jokes, yeah. yeah, and you're like controlling the crowd, and you're like reading and feeding, and yeah. But as a rapper, like, what's the difference when you, you know, are you, what are you trying to do as a rapper? Oh, okay. Well, I think um, because I'm from that 
that more traditional golden era boom bad yeah, yeah, 90 yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I grew up on 90s hip hop I grew up watching in terms of performance wise I grew up watching the Busta Rhymes DMX and yeah, yeah. of that lot to me I always felt that with, with a live hip hop show yo you can't let them breathe Yeah, that was yeah, my yeah, thing yeah, yeah. it okay. was like yo you come out you're doing a half hour set you gotta be rocking it so to speak for the whole half hour yeah, and what yeah. that means in terms of a hip hop set is yo you can't ever let the intensity die down right right whether it's during the song of course it's yo what's the go to phrase for every rapper put your hands up come on <laughs> Brooklyn put your hands up yeah. right um, and then even between tracks right it's a lot of like, yo, this side, y'all better make some fucking noise, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? You know, it's a lot of that. So the big, I think, notable difference with comedy is, yo, sometimes it's not about you letting them breathe. It, it happens naturally. But the art of it is sometimes even if it doesn't happen naturally, you kind of have to, you got to dictate it. You got to right. let them breathe. Mm. Um, because something even as simple as, yo, you might step on your own jokes. Yeah, you, yeah, and yeah. Like, meaning just something as simple as, when do you step on your own laughs? And when you don't, mm, right? Yeah. So something like that, you wouldn't think too much about in a hip hop set. Yeah. But when you're doing like, you got a five minute set, let's say, you you know, you want to be mindful of how that five minutes is used, right? Right, right? Some right. people might be like, I don't care. I just want pure laughter from the top to bottom. But I guess it ranges depending on the type of comic. Because yeah. some comics, they're so sure of the setup and the punch that, you know, the, the setup might take 30 seconds and then the punch doesn't come in till like, like I'm talking about a five minute set right, right, and right, you're using right. 30 seconds for yeah, a yeah, setup yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta be really confident in that punch yeah. if you do that right gonna, whereas yeah, the next okay guy might be like nah I need a laugh within, I need a punch like, within five, like, seconds, within five seconds, yeah. seconds of it right so um, can I ask you about a lot more um, meticulous I've noticed for sure than, yeah. have, have you ever tried roasting in comedy because you yet. do battle rap right yeah, you and, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah and I'm wondering like what the how that creative process is does it transcend the two mediums how and, and also, are you are you legit making it up when you see the guy, or is you write stuff? Before? So for me, back in the days, like the battle rap gin, I think I found a sweet spot where I was able to blend it to, and mm. that's something that you know still exists to this day. And when I say blend it to, is what I mean is when I went into a battle, let's say it was a structured, organized sixteen yeah, yeah, yeah. rapper tournament type battle, yeah, yeah, yeah. or if it was the spontaneous on the block in front of you know Sam Goody, and the guy just like, oh, you rhyme, I rhyme too. Let's let's you get did it. that. Okay. I done all of that. Yeah, you just, that just happens. He's clearly not a ginseng root. For me, is I'm a gin comedy fan. Okay, no, I'm a. Uh, I'm a yeah, yeah. After after comedy, after yeah, comedy, yeah. yeah. So AC, AC, AC. So yeah, yeah. So so I, I was able to blend the two in the sense that you would always. So if we parallel it to like a comic, you would always have your stash of what your roast or well, your jokes would be. Got it. But the beauty would be blending what you've had in the stash with the real time stuff. With the, oh, it's almost yeah. kind of like doing crowd work, uh, right? Bingo. And you're doing yeah. and, your thing. and your and your material. Yeah. Bingo, 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 yeah, bingo. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean, yo, to answer your question, I love watching roast. Like yeah. whether it's like on the huge Comedy Central platform roast, and I've even watched a lot of like quote unquote the underground roast, right? Like you know just because uh, it was huge it, it in New York, everywhere. it's recently. huge in New York, yeah, but yeah, everywhere, Cali, just yeah. all around. And then if you just do a simple search online, you'll find tons, right? Yeah. But um, I I myself have not engaged in it yet. Uh, and I use that yet cautiously because I don't know if it's something that is on my immediate radar. Like right. I, I, as much as I enjoy watching it, because I feel like that's a different beast too from it what is, I'm. It is. And, and you right get pigeonholed. Now. Like if you're really, if you're really good, really good, good at it, at it and yeah. but you're not you that funny in stand up, you can still get. A, I don't know. It's like you just become the saying. roast comic. You know yeah, yeah, you become a roast um, comic. Um, yeah. I kind of yeah. can I ask you something about rap. 
Go for I, uh, it. I'm not a rap person. All good. But I mean, I, I love, I like, I like rap. I, I like, love rap. I, I like R&B more. I think I've been watching this show on Netflix called Rhythm and Flow. I love it. Do we love? I love. I haven't been able to see okay, it. Okay, is it? Can you tell me? Because it's basically like American Idol, but, right, but, right, but right. is it legit? Because I think they're really good. But I'm Which wondering, what legit like, are you talking about in terms of the storylines like, and the show itself? We talk about the skill set of the artist. I, I think I guess skill set because like okay, as a musician, like if you watch American Idol, you yeah. might be like, ah, these guys are kind of corny. Uh, is that happening? Uh, are, are these like real rappers? Oh, uh, okay. To me. I think uh, I, I haven't looked at the metrics in terms of oh, what was the viewership, yeah. but to me, I personally loved Rhythm and Flow. Uh, it, it won me over more than I thought it would. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because um, they make them battle rap and stuff. They you? battle yeah, rap yeah, in yeah. there, and I guess you could say as much as you can within like a three-month span or however long they spent filming that show. The premise of the show is they take the contestants through the course of what it would be like to go from to start from scratch to becoming a rap star quote right, unquote right, right. so they take them through the battle they take them to the studio sessions they take them through the ciphers and and I gotta say that um, to answer your question Fumi is it legit it's legit but for sure it's packaged as well yeah cause yeah. at the end of the day they're making a reality show right right right, right? so so that makes me think more about just what we call reality. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, because right, yeah, yeah. in the show, I, I appreciate that they did also add some elements that were a little more rough and rugged, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, I could imagine if that show was on NBC, it probably would have been even more um, right. packaged. Yeah. Right. So if the fact that it was on Netflix already allowed them to kind of be a bit more loose on the reins. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I enjoyed more than I thought I would. Not that I, I, I had anything against the three individuals that were like kind of the mentors and the hosts but I didn't Three know that Chance and Cardi B and yeah, T.I. Well, I didn't <laughs> know gods? that that was the trifecta I didn't know but yeah. yo three episodes in I was like yo that's a little ill combination that's a little right there. Like a Chance, T.I. and Cardi yeah. you, get, you get in terms of um, personality you get an interesting three, three person blend in terms of skill set you get an interesting three person mm, blend in terms of just stylistically genre you get an interesting three yo T.I. Cardi and and chance, uh, chance yeah, it's a father, uh, son, Holy Spirit. Yeah, <laughs> do you, do you yeah. like what the do you, name? Yeah, man. <laughs> do you like like modern? Like, who do you listen to now? You know, like what's the um? Yo, so if we're talking like because those the guys probably sense, know you, they know of me. I mm, I I'm, mm. you know it's interesting. I'm always like like half foot in the door, half foot out the yeah, door when I yeah. think about where my legacy stands in hip hop, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's just more of the internal issues that I've been working through sure, over the sure. years. It's getting better and better now, but I have enough confidence to say that the three of them, let's just say, they'll know of me, but right. in terms of like, yo, are they fans or how much of the history do they know? I, I can't attest to, but I, I would like to say that. As they, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how, are they, are they roots? or are they they roots? Uh, yeah. I would just love to see a Cardi B gin collab. Oh, yeah. you know? holy shit. You know who's fire in modern rap and I don't think anybody thinks of him as a hip-hop artist off the top of their heads, um, Mike Posner. Hmm. Mike Posner? Yeah. Wait, isn't he a feature? He, like Mike he, Posner, okay. He so a lot of like, R&B He features. got that song, um, I took a pill in Ibiza to show a VTI was cool. That was my oh. best Mike Posner. <laughs> but that track, and he also did- Oh, he's a yeah. guy. You think yeah. you're too cool for me? You got your sunglasses. So, so I mean, it's, there's an irony that those are the two songs that I would reference in terms of, yo, who I'm talking about. But if we're talking like MC skills, he's dope. And really? he has an album that he just dropped uh, called Keep Going. I believe that's the name mm, of it. Mm, mm. Yo, I feel that anybody that loves hip hop, 
yo, can listen to really? that album. Okay. Really? All right. All right. Okay. Keep I'm going. Close it up. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yo, and yo, he's not even Asian. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm I'm like stamping it like that to say, you know, I I, I just. I love the fact that in this day and age, just anybody that can still get me excited about hip hop is someone that I really would champion. That's dope. So man. that album, uh, another guy that's kind of more in that modern, you know, that modern category for sure. Uh, Russ, you familiar with Russ? Uh, R-U-S-S, just Russ. Um, look, 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 I, look I mean, the kids up. know them. Like, the kids know. The kids know them. Yeah, <laughs> Russ. But this guy, R- that's Vitali. Yeah, Russell v- Vitali. Okay. Russ is cool. And then of course, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm I'm a avid supporter of the the J Coles and yeah, Kendricks, yeah, yeah. but I wouldn't dare say like I'm in like the fanboy side yet because I right. know there's people that really they really, got, they yeah, got you know they got Dreamville tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't have a Dreamville tattoo yet, so. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you something about. Yeah. Oh yeah, speaking of Ti, did yeah. we did we hear about? Uh, what he was up to this the, week? Okay, Wait, is this the recent? Uh, is this the current events portion? Are we segueing into that? It's, it's not. not it's not. But it's just a fun little thing. It is a fun. <laughs> Does Mike know about the Ti thing? Mike yet? knows. Mike knows. I, I, Tom, what's up? Everyone, everyone. I could not. I tried to not read about it. Well, it, I just want to talk more about like wicked toxic masculinity in the rap space. Like, okay. is this what this is? So Ti apparently goes to the gynecologist with his daughter once a to year to make sure so that her hymen is intact. And, and even just do- hearing that, like in verb in, in a verbal that's kind yeah. of sense, is it just made me. I couldn't like, even. I you couldn't write that down with somebody going. That's not real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. You couldn't fake right. that. So I wouldn't put that in toxic masculinity only because he's talking about his daughter. Now it gets murky because you're like, all right, well, just because it's his daughter, does that mean his daughter doesn't have possession of her own body? And that's where you get murky because as a parent myself, I don't have daughters, but I mean, I have sons and I I can get a parent being absolutely, you can say, uh, uh, um, outrageously and non-sensibly protective of their daughter. Right, right, right. right, Now, him saying that publicly Kudos to him. More power to him. <laughs> because to me, and this is not my, you know, you know here's my defending T.I. stance, but I'm just saying in a day and age where more and more we're, we're concerned of what we can say can get us canceled, yeah. T.I. is one of those guys that is not in that category. Uh. Right? So, I mean, if anything, if we're talking about the whole like, yo, you know, what is politically correct or incorrect, I don't know. You know, he he's also doesn't strike me at all ever, especially now as someone who just says stuff randomly for shock value yeah, or, or or just because he doesn't need that or quote unquote clout chasing that yeah, the yeah, kids yeah, would yeah. call it these days. Yeah. So if you kind of push all that to the side, I I think the focus right is on the verbiage and the actual act of him being with the guy in college. But <laughs> if we look at the bigger picture, the bigger picture is a father. <laughs> the bigger picture is a father sure. protecting their daughter. I get that. And, and the yeah. the um what's the word? The 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 sanctity of his daughter's body, right? <laughs> yeah. Like but, but, so. But, I mean, just painting the picture like you just in the stirrups, you know, just like the, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the stirrups. The, di- the, the doctor and Ti just with the stethoscope or yeah. whatever the fuck, you know, like, just like hmm, yep, still there, but yep, uh, <laughs> checking it out. My favorite part was uh, when they they when so he admitted us on the podcast, and then the ladies, the hosts were like, "Wait, what do you mean? Like the hymen can be, you know, broken oh yeah, yeah, in yeah." Ways. Well, and then he was like, "Listen, the doctor tells me every time, hey, the hymen can be broken due to um, horseback riding, riding, yeah. riding a bike." He said, "Sports. My daughter don't ride horses. Yeah, she don't ride bikes. Yes. She don't play sports." So I was like, "Why did? Why is she not playing sports? <laughs> why is she not riding a bike?" That She's, is. <laughs> aren't you concerned, concerned about her health? I mean. Um, uh, that's uh. That's I wanted to talk a little bit. What's the biggest crowd you've ever performed in front of? 
so you, you mean just in a general sense? In general. R- regardless of what in yeah. what medium? Yeah. Uh, the largest was probably, wow. Um, it's kind of cool that I got to think about it. So yeah, that means yeah, there yeah. isn't one that stood out to me. Holy like, shit. oh, that was the time. Well, one that did stand out to me was more on the earlier days, the rap side. I opened um, for 50 Cent once. Oh, <gasps> shit. At, oh, shit. At, at, at a stadium. It was like probably like Met Stadium or something. The yeah. one in Jersey, not yeah, Met Stadium, yeah, yeah, yeah. but Met Life. Or, right. No, yeah, Met right. Life is in Queens. No, Met Life is Queens. Uh, what's the one in Jersey? It was like a, a state. It was a stadium setting. So I think the numbers of it was probably like fifteen to twenty thousand. Oh, that range shit. of people. So that was that was the definitely Rough Rider era gin. And yeah, just got to do a few tracks before he came out. I mean, but it was I just to clarify, it wasn't like gin. Solely Jin opening for yeah, 50. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, a yeah. lineup of other artists, right? right? But just to know that I'm on this stage right now and within a half hour, 50 will be on this stage as well. You know, for me at the time, it was pretty kind of epic. Um, pretty how do you epic. pump the crowd up if they don't, if they may not know Know you your were. songs, right? Yeah, because Yo. you go, hey, sing it. Here's and then there's like, we don't know <laughs> what's going on. Well, yeah, say yeah, okay. If you're looking for parallels between the, the, the MC hip-hop rap game and the comic game, yeah. there's one right there, right? Like, how do you come out as the unknown and you're opening for you know you're opening for Russell Peters or whoever and they're there to see Russell Peters in this case they're there to see 50 how do you come out as the unknown guy and win him over I think um yo confidence for sure right so it is that thing like you just described when you do the yo let me hear y'all say and you know they don't know the words but you still say it you still be like (laughs) let me hear y'all say you know you gotta be so convinced and convicted in your own mind that they love you already Ah. similar to a a comic I, I guess in that sense where you need to come out and you definitely can't come out like oh man what if they don't like me yeah right the moment you even have that mindset i would think whether it's in a comp in a stand-up sense or in an mc rapper sense yo the crowd will chew you up in that sense right yeah like, what does that well when you say a crowd will chew you up so in comedy it's silence what does that look like in rap silence as well yeah, yeah it could be yeah. or uh in, i think another parallel the, yo the extreme is yo getting booed off the stage right where 50 at yeah oh, yeah. oh my yo, god where's russell peter yeah. you know what i mean like you'll get that you'll get, a mad it. Yeah. Sometimes, you'll get man. it That's but it, it, yo but kind of like streamlining a bit more towards the comedy side i i one of my memories of uh bombing i don't even this is how i know i have a long way to go because yo i think the goal in comedy is to get to a point where you bomb so much that you forget how many times you've bombed. Oh, yeah. Right? So I haven't reached that point yet. Yeah. Meaning, I can still keep track of how many times I bombed. Oh, that I goes see. to show you that I still am, you know, I'm very shallow in the water. Yeah. <laughs> you can, there's a way waters. to, um, th- there's a way to bomb gracefully. I feel like, oh, yeah. I did that. Sure. La- I was bombing last night, but, I, <laughs> but it was wild because it was at this like little spot in Bushwick and a lot of like Caribbean people in the crowd and the host. Oh, was, I knew I was going to bomb. Crowd. Dude, I knew I was yes. going to bomb because the, the host is doing shit like, he was doing jokes and it was bombing and then he switched over to like, okay, we're like the Haitian people at and he'd be like, oh, oh, or like he, he was like doing something. <laughs> I didn't even get didn't it. Like, it, it was like some inside joke within that community yeah. and he'd be like, well, the Jamaicans at, he'd be like, bambakla. Like, he would just like <laughs> say bambakla. whatever came to his mind. People are loving it. You know what I mean? What was the ethnicity of this host guy? He, he was black. He was black. He was black I don't guy. know. Oh, he might have been Haitian or something. Okay. I'm not sure. But okay. then like, like I started doing bits and it was bombing and I was like, am I just supposed to be like, yeah, Haitian people walk like this and like Jamaicans walk like this. Like I'm not gonna fucking do that. So you You watch a really good pro bomb and you don't even like you don't feel like he's I mean he's bombing, but he's like he's still he's just kinda still like telling a story. And you're just like, yeah. okay, this is okay. I felt like I was smiling and doing my thing, but you know, eight minutes like I had to do twelve minutes, do eight minutes of silence, and you're like at one point I was like, damn. (laughs) <laughs> and then this lady in the front row was oh. like this lady in the front row was like you're okay uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what though there's definitely 
nothing more reassuring than a black lady in a stand-up setting in the audience giving you the "You're okay, honey." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah, 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 yeah. You should have just like, held her hand the rest yeah. of the time. I know. I should have. <laughs> just be like, "Yo, Thank a you. random black lady giving you the you're okay is probably more reassuring than your actual mom saying yeah. you're okay." You want that? Yeah. You want that? You, I want that. That's funny. Another man. one is if, if in a comedy setting, yo, if you ever get that one. Um, uh, a black female audience member that's like, boy, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. When you get the boy, but that you means stupid, they like you. That means they like you. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah, like yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the stamp. When you get the boy, you yeah. stupid. Yeah. Um, but it, it, you you brought up one point a moment ago, Fumi, that made me realize, yeah, this is 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 real. There's nothing scarier than actual silence. Cause, yo, like, oh, I, I should say actually, getting booed is preferred over just a silent. I've never been booed. I've never been. I've I've had the bomb. You'd have like, to say something really, really bad. To get you'd have booed. to say something or like, like yeah. to get booed off the stage. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. That, so. that, I mean, or like the crowd is just like into that. They're just going to try to boo you off. Yeah, stage it's, no it's like a what. show designed for that. It's kind of designed thing. for booing. Yeah, Here's yeah, an yeah. interesting thing, I, and I've never gone on the record about this. Not because I'm against going on the record. I just never had the opportunity to banter about it. All in right, the here we go. Yo, um, I think it was maybe a year or two ago when they. Relaunched Showtime at the Apollo. Do you guys oh, remember that? Yeah, the, the, yeah, like yeah, Steve Harvey, yeah. like they revamped it and relaunched it. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I think they only did one season of it, and I don't know what's the current status of the show itself on TV. But I went and auditioned for it. To, oh, you did to do comedy. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So I went in as a comic, not as rapper, not as Jin, a rapper, but as comic Jin. Got past auditions, made it to the live taping, killed at the taping. Uh, okay, so maybe like. L- a little bit right under killed, <laughs> like <laughs> a little bit, a couple gin. enough, enough to where I was proud of it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, show, yeah. good showing. They yeah. didn't air it, right? Uh, yeah. Which, 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 which uh, I kind happens. of, um, it wasn't like a complete left, uh, 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 a curveball because you know they tell you like, yo, you, you know, in the taping, uh, nothing, not everything will be aired. So right, I knew right. that going in, but at least I knew during the taping that I killed, I, I semi killed, right? But in the end, when they didn't air it, I was definitely bummed. But now in hindsight, maybe it was better that they didn't air it but I, I mean in terms of just being able to recap it in my mind but and you, share it you know people. why they didn't air it I don't know why because didn't? you didn't bomb might be uh, who knows they were if, if you do just, just okay the they might have been looking for it they don't show it. okay right. shit that's the thing with like yeah. kind of comedy in that type of setting too whether it's the produce. showtime yeah. at the yeah produce oh, yeah. whether it's showtime at the Apollo or let's say something like uh, America's Got Talent of course they or, want yeah. they, you've done, I, I did that I, I filmed America's, America's Got Talent they didn't air me but they got all four votes you got votes I got all four votes they fucking air me they aired the guy who bombed they air the guy who bombed, and they air the fucking guy who dances naked with a tambourine. <laughs> so I don't fucking know. <laughs> so, Anyways. but it was it was um just one more little you know yeah. footnote in terms of the comedy road, right? That road, and um you know I'm just kind of adding these little footnotes as I go along and, and learning from each one, and yo even conversations like this are, are very insightful. So yeah. um okay, so you're you know you're back here. I'm back yeah. here. You're back well, in New I'm York. I'm back in New York. You have to. Yeah, 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 and then just real, just to kind of follow up. So, like, yeah. now are you are you going to try to go on the road now? Yo, I think um, not to not to set the expectation too high for myself with this this um, special that I'm about to drop. And when we say when I say drop a special, I literally just mean on Thanksgiving I'm uploading the clip onto my YouTube channel. That's oh, sounds, it's free. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you guys that. a link. Yo, I would love it. for y'all to check it out. Yeah. And, we'll plug and, it on our and, little pod. You know, yeah. I mean, just. Honest feedback, criticism. Oh, I is, will is Totally you. welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so and then just see what happens then, huh? Yeah. So my thing, I, I just to kind of re- reiterate again, the goal with this whole release is just really to let. 
people who are following me or invested in my journey in any way, let them know that this is something I am pursuing actively and seriously. Mm. All right. So if that opens a door to an opportunity to hit the road with it next year, I'd love to, like 2020. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in my mind, I'm very practical and, 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 and kind of realistic about it. So when I say hit the road, even if it is just hitting little spots, cafes, but really like, yo, going on the road, you know, kind of what you described yeah. early on, you know what I mean? Jumping on a train, you know, jumping in the rental or whatever and, 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 and doing it that manner. Well, even though you're negative 12 years in, yes. if you need an opener from people who are... Hey. <laughs> you got some guys here. For sure, for sure, for sure. All right, we are going to give a quick shout out to our Patreon subscribers. And uh, the way we do this is uh, if you have donated on Patreon this week or in the last couple of weeks, uh, we give you a shout out. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Lee, but it's spelled L E. Oh, L E? Yeah. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Hilarious name. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you think he got made fun of or do you think. Oh, he, my uh, God. Are you kidding me? He did. He, he but probably. His ex- but his excuses. But it's one E. L <laughs> <laughs> E, that's a Vietnamese name, by the way. Oh, really? It could also be Chinese, um, obviously, but like L-E, usually that spelling is, mm. is, is Vietnamese. Um, hilarious that his name is Bruce. I think he's a CrossFit instructor. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, like he like he, he got he got teased so much yeah. that he's, he's like, like you know what? You. I want to show you. Yeah. And he's doing like upside down push-ups and shit all yeah, the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, shouts to Bruce. Then we got uh, Lee Santos. L-E? L-E-E. L-E. His first name. Santos. Santos. Yeah. That's San- a, I think it's Filipino. Santos is a Filipino ass This guy gave a, t- a shit ton of money. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy either didn't know it was a monthly contribution. So he didn't go to college at all. Yeah, he doesn't know. Or <laughs> or, or he's like an angel a, investor or something. He, uh, <laughs> either way. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to say that he didn't go to college, but he's a success. Uh, you know, he's one of those dudes who oh, just like, like hustled on his own. Oh, a hustler. Yeah, just a hustler. Right. Just and like, he respects other hustlers like us. He's like, oh, you know what? I love that. I got this. You I, know? Love the, I love him. Thank he's you bringing so us much, in. Lee. Yeah. And last two, we got Corey <laughs> Damocles. Damocles? D-A-M-O-C-L-E-S. C-L-E-S. C-L- oh, wow. Damocles. Damocles? Corey is the first name? Corey, yeah. Corey. C-O-R-E-Y. That's a white-ass name. I haven't, see, I haven't heard of Corey in a, Corey in a while. I haven't heard of Corey. <laughs> I haven't seen a Corey since one dunked my head in the toilet. Do you oh, know? my God. Um, Corey. Yeah. Yeah. This I'm going to say... Dude, he's. I think he's half. I think he's half. Yeah. I think he's half. Half what, though? Half uh, Asian, half. I don't know. Mm. Damocles? That sounds like Syrian or something. Damocles? I don't know. I feel like I'm saying it's so wrong. Oh, probably. <laughs> uh, what, what did he? What did? What did? What did Corey study? What? What did Corey study? Corey studied uh, like physical education. Yes, they. <laughs> ah! He went to ASU, tried yeah. to become a gym teacher, but failed, and now he's a bartender in Denver. Ah, uh, mm. wow. Corey, what Corey. A but but Corey gets laid, so it's all good. But Thank you. And uh, if you want to get in, let's check us out at Patreon.com/slash/AsianNotAsianPod. And we're back with everyone's favorite segment. It's it Das Race News. News. We've got our amazing guest, MC Jin, multiple performing person. Yep. Uh, and uh, we sent you this article. Uh, did you check it out? I did. Or you don't yeah. even need to if you don't read. But um, if I don't read, <laughs> we don't know if you read. Jin. Yeah, do you read Jin? Is that one? Of the, is there reading Jin? <laughs> Um, so we got uh, we wanted to talk about this and this is this is just kind of like a little thing in the culture right yeah, now you yeah. know so uh, I'll just read the um, the the headline here it says okay boomer ends uh, marks the end of friendly generational relations and uh, it talks about 
this whole thing about you know calling calling out boomers i guess you could say how did it start was it like a video where somebody was like denying climate change and somebody commented over i think boomer? i think it's just like any other inter internet type of thing like maybe a couple of people started saying it around the same time yeah and then it like the the new the new york times piece here like kind of talks about how now then they started making t-shirts and like I don't think it, anyone controls it or owns it. It's just like something people say. Now it's yeah. become like a phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yeah. says like, "Okay, Boomer has become a gen- has become Generation Z's endlessly repeated retort <laughs> to the problem of older people who just don't get it." A rallying cry for millions of fed up kids. Teenagers use it to reply to cringy YouTube videos. Uh, Donald Trump tweets, uh, basically any person over thirty. Hey, who says? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's me. Hey, fuck. Who oh, says fuck. something condescending about uh, condescending about young people and the issues uh, that matter to them? So, um, have you heard this? Yeah. You have? Yeah. Your kids yeah. say it? Uh, <laughs> how, I, how old are your kids? I, I don't know. know. Oh, my, I have a seven-year-old. Oh, he's not saying this yet. He's not saying, okay, yeah, boomer yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, okay, daddy. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, I read that article and it just seems like it's just another kind of thing. I don't know how long it'll last, mm. but I think the thing that stuck out to me in the article was just people doing merch and stuff like that, making songs. Oh, making so much money. Yeah, they're making, making money. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. true. And selling mad merch. That's very Gen songs. Z. It, it is, is very Gen Z. Z. So there's, there's irony in that. Yeah, in oh, that's itself. true. You know what I ah, mean? I didn't think about yeah, that. You're making money. You're making money. I didn't think about you that. Co- you, you criticize capitalism. But you're you using it. Yeah, using so, capitalism. but I don't know. I, I'm still in that I'm still in the group that's trying to figure out who falls into millennials, who falls into Gen Z, who falls into boomers. I know there's like very definitive yeah. gu- guidelines to yeah. it, but I think there's also like a mindset thing. Yes, like sure. I know yes. people that 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 may have been born before the millennial group, but their mindset is the millennial group. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, vice yeah. versa, right? Yeah, Where yeah, there's true. younger people now that are like thinking and acting like boomers as well. That's so true, huh? you know, to me, it's it's one yeah. of thing. What's one of those things? That you know, what's weird is like I don't think boomers are even seeing this or they don't get this so it's like what is the objective like they can't they're not hurting anybody's feelings because right, right, they right, don't right, our right. parents don't are not on the internet or if they see it there you they go. don't even yeah. get it so it just seems like they're just jerking <laughs> each other off a little bit well i think no there was there's some there are some boomers on twitter and are like, they hurt well, this? there was there was one there was one uh, I forgot he's like a reporter and uh-huh. he was just like you can't use the word boomer that's like saying the n word. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's his fucking response. Then <laughs> <laughs> somebody wrote, "Okay, boomer." Yeah, exactly, response to that. Exactly. Jesus Christ! Oh my God. It may be oh it, you, to your point. It may be that it's just something. It's like an inside joke. Not everybody yeah. can say the b word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like something oh, I think that. Uh, but I think it's it's interesting because you know to bring it back to kind of like what this whole fucking podcast is about. It's like. Sometimes I think about that with my parents. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like, oh, my parents are such fucking boomers. Yeah, and like there's this, cause there's there's a very easy joke. I've seen it done. And I've done it too. Yeah, on Twitter where uh, I I just kind of think, I try I think about like, oh, my parents, they were they were war refugees. Yeah, uh-huh. right. And uh, but within like five to eight years of being here they had a college education nice. they had a house they had a car and they had savings and the kids and they had three kids mm. and then i had i'm at the same age and i have none of those things yeah <laughs> so the conclusion must be that it must have been very easy to be a war refugee you know <laughs> that is my that's conclusion that's yeah. that is my that is my conclusion that's i'm like funny bit. I that is that's, that's something really funny. something going on <laughs> where if you're a war refugee and you do way better than the dude who was born here i'm yeah, like damn yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's like that's an ultimate like vietnamese boomer thing <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but do you think there's some truth to that like maybe it actually is harder for you to own a house and well i mean i do too. think that's sort of like the thing it's like you know it was it was mad cheaper back then there's uh, that yeah you know, the, the, the overall climate in every sense social yeah. financial was different but 
you know, from the the boomer standpoint, I think I guess they would say also they have been through more. And, and as parents, this also kind of it treads a bit into the whole parents, yeah, parental side of it, which is you want what's easier for your kid, right? Mm-hmm. To a certain degree, mm-hmm. you don't want things to be harder for your offspring than it was for you. True, true, true. So right off the top, you know, even just going off of what you just talked about in the last minute, yo, maybe it's not so much that it's easier for war refugees, but it's because they had that war refugee mentality that they came here and they was like, yo, we about to flip this whole sh- flip this whole script. <laughs> That's what your parents you know said. You know what I mean? We're Yo, gonna, we're about to flip, flip this, this whole script. <laughs> you never been a war refugee, and that's why at your age. <laughs> Yo, you had yo, you was watching Saturday morning cartoons while they was, you know, probably, you know, trying to escape some sort of yeah. of, of, of 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 camp or something, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so there's that, which is. Did my mom and dad send you here to tell me that? Possibly. <laughs> text them. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> your son is woke. Your son is your son is woke, and now he's gonna start work. I would love. I would. I love the idea of of uh, Vietnamese people getting here off the boat and going. Let's flip the script. Let's flip this <laughs> <motherfucker."> <laughs> <laughs> like, like, for example, my my firstborn, right? So I, we have a six month old, but let's talk about the firstborn, Chance. You get what I'm saying? He has his own dreams and aspirations already now. At yeah. seven years old, yeah, yeah. he wants to be a Minecraft expert. <laughs> right? That's he good. wants That's to good. like, he's like, I want to take over Mojang, which is uh, the creators I don't, I don't, of Minecraft. I don't get that. Okay, uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Mojang is the company that that developed Minecraft. So I like the fact that he's at seven. He's not saying I want to work for Mojang. Yeah, he said I want to take, take over, over Mojang. Mojang. Yeah. So I'm like, you want to do that? Cool. But you know, you 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 got to look at gotta what you got to look at Daddy's path, right? Yeah. Daddy, I wanted to be a rapper, so I started you know battling and doing all these things. He knows about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gonna start battling at seven. <laughs> so I was like, what are you gonna? Are you do? working on your rhymes? <laughs> yeah. Are you working on your bars? In his in his context, maybe it's not rhymes, but maybe he's he needs to look deeper deeper into the Minecraft world. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like other kids are building like cars and you know playhouses in Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to think about yo, how do I get behind the system yeah. and oh. refig- reconfigure the coding up in this? Oh my god! You want to take over you Mojang? Want, you that's Neo? what you got. Want to be Neo? Oh my god! That's what it's all about. Be- <laughs> all right. Um, all right. We have this last segment with you before we let you go. For sure. And um, we don't. We didn't tell you this beforehand, so you can just say okay, no yeah, yeah, yeah. if you don't want to do it, but All we would good. love for you to do it. But we were wondering if you could freestyle for us. Ooh. Or and or roast or do something written. You have a you you have, have an actual instrument already? I have a beat that Let I've, me hit a beat. I'm more curious <laughs> on what the beat is. <laughs> okay, there's only one it beat. It better not be uh what's that song? Party in the US. No no no, this Who is sings that? Miley Cyrus. Oh, okay. yeah. oh see yeah, how yeah. fast you answer He's that. Real I'm Miley a millennial. Cyrus. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, this is this is this segment's called Cashway in the morning. Okay? Let's go. Drop a beat. Here we go. Yeah, give me a bit of, give me a bit more volume in the headphones. The beat. Here we go. Hey, yeah. where are my snares? <laughs> Shouts to Made by check Flowers Beats. Thanks Yo, for letting us use your music. Man, don't shout out the producer, cause he ain't even cut the check. You want me to freestyle live right now? What the heck? It's okay, Jen. Yeah, I get enough respect. Cause when I come around, I'm sharp to cut your neck. Hey. With these off-the-top flows, got Mike and fool me. Who me? Oh yeah, I ain't even roll a doobie. Cause I'm high on life. I say hi to my wife. I'm so sharp with these rhymes, I should go buy a knife. And it was real simplistic, but it's okay. Who wanna battle Jen? No way.
way, Jose. And that was one time in Mexico. Yes, he flow, fresh as snow. And you ain't even know. Come and test it though, with a 2.0 GPA. I do Scantron tests like every day. Multiple choice, multiple voice. Yeah, you know, Jin got dope flow. Sipping on that bobo. I mean, boba. Yes, sir. You better go and check yo schedule, cause I'm ahead of you. This guy just walked by with a beanie, but he see me. I said, what's up? His favorite song's Panini by Lil Nas X. I ride, yes, so fresh to death. Yeah, y'all better show respect. Cut the check. That's my new slogan. When I come, rip my shirt open like Hulk Hogan. Hulkamania's in effect, but I'm a rock bottom fan. Yeah, y'all know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if the flow fall off, I'm the MC that attacks and you can't call off. Better hold your horses, pull the reins. Cause if you want, I could bring the pain. Yeah, from the window, no smoking endo. Old school like Game Boy and Nintendo. Super Nintendo, Sega 64. I don't know what y'all want some more. Oh yeah, if you wanna know who's the best, I'ma say so. Shout out to everybody in the world that's ain't no. Oh that's Asian, god. not Asian, by the way. Yeah. Oh Listener. my god. That, that was, that was just... I think Fumi would love it. That was not my uh, anal endorsement, by Woo! the way. Could you, <laughs> it, it, do, you, do you think you could roast him in, in a, a battle roast? I don't know. It's hard. You see, Please it's hard when you don't I know might, the person. I, well, one, if you don't know the person, and I think potentially I might have used up a majority of my roasting uh, uh, oh, I see. mana yeah. Yeah. <laughs> early mana, on. Mana. I, yeah, like my roasting <laughs> mana, I got to say, if it was like... if. if if, if, if each person had a tank of roasting mana yeah. I might have like depleted mine in the early 2000s oh I feel you, uh, I feel you. So it's just a matter of if I want to get back into yeah, it yeah, yeah, I gotta, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I gotta, re- I gotta replenish funny. the tank yo. Right, I gotta well, one more time for MCJ Whoa, thank you for oh me oh my god man, hey, shout out to shout out to all the anos for real shout out to you guys and, and, and just man what you guys are doing with the with this platform keep building it keep pushing it I'm looking forward to seeing it grow man hell yeah is Definitely. there anything uh, you'd like to plug so um, what, what your, uh, what's your uh, uh, special again what's it called oh, so it's called what a time to be Asian okay. and then in terms of like social media and all that is pretty much M- uh, I am MC Jin on all the platforms all so right. spelled exactly how it sounds and I am MC Jin and that's right. coming out on I'm, I'm gonna upload it on Thanksgiving I think okay, what okay. a better way to celebrate be a sick the Native Americans then. getting slaughtered <laughs> than, you know and getting their land stolen from them yep. than with a comedy special about you know Asian-ness hell Woo. yeah hell yeah it all, it all comes together it all makes sense it all to comes me. together uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Asian not Asian pod and I'm also on there at the Fumi Abe that's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E and you can find me on Instagram at nice pants bro um, please come to our stand-up comedy show that's every third Wednesday mm. uh, next one's December 11th yep. and if it's if this comes out after that which I don't think it will uh, it, there's one on January 15th 8 o'clock here at Canal Street Market Woo-hoo. ticket link is in our Instagram bio so please please get your tickets now because they sell out every time uh, MC Jin thank you so much Peace. for coming on that was amazing Later, yeah, yeah. And, uh, right, we'll see everybody next week bye. bye this episode of Asian Not Asian is presented in partnership with Listening Party follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market